Hello, world. It's a Friday. I'm excited. How about you? News, information, company. We got it right. Don't go away. Call a friend. Tell them we're on the air. I want to share this with you first. All I want for Christmas is some tall grass. What? Tis the season. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. It was a cold morning a few weeks before Christmas. A man in a limousine looked out the window of his big, beautiful, shiny car. They were at an intersection. Had him stop. He was surprised to see two men in overcoats on their hands and knees eating grass. The rich man called out the man. Gentlemen, what are you doing there? The first man explained, Sir, I lost my job and I'm homeless and this is the only food I've got. Moved with compassion, the wealthy man offered to take him to his mansion. The destitute man said, But I also have a wife and, and I have two kids. Makes no difference. There's more than enough room for everyone there. The wealthy man offered the same invitation to the other man, to which he replied, Sir, I have a wife and eleven kids. Undeetered, the benevolent man had everyone squeeze into the limousine, and they set off for home. They arrived at the gates of this beautiful mansion. The men, upon arrival, were just awestruck. Everyone, look at this place. Wow, what a magnificent residence. The other one blitted out, Wow, look at that grass. It's got to be a foot high. He didn't get it, did he? Before we trusted Christ as Savior, our lot was no better than these two. They were destitute. But when Jesus Christ saved us, he brought us into his family and gave us all the rights and all the privileges of an heir. And that means we don't have to eat grass anymore. Instead, we can savor the best the sun has to offer. God has offered you a very special gift this time of year, this Christmas. The gift, his son, Jesus Christ. If you will put your trust in his death on that old rugged cross and shed blood as payment for all of your sins, you can become his child. You can go from the grass to the gain and never eat that stuff again. Why don't you do it today? What in the world is going on? Hey, the House voted for formal impeachment inquiry into President, uh, fake President Joe Biden. The House vote split on party lines, of course, with every Republican supporting opening an impeachment probe into whether the president benefited from his son Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings, and every Democrat voted against it. The vote formalizes an ongoing Republican inquiry that has not turned up any evidence yet of wrongdoing by the fake president. As he calls it a baseless political stunt, of course he does. What's the rest of this story? Well, congressional Republicans were all over it. Their plan to initiate contempt proceedings after Hunter Biden defied a subpoena yesterday requiring his testimony for a closed-door deposition. The first son tried to set the rules for all of this, saying last month that he would only appear for a public hearing. No other witnesses in the House Oversight Committee's investigation into allegations of the Biden family corruption has appeared at a public hearing. Only closed-door deposition. Biden was to be treated no differently, according to the chairman, James Comer. Instead of appearing, oh, he goes to Washington. Hunter gave a brief speech to reporters on Capitol Hill. One sentence, and this was the biggie, one sentence in particular stood out and raised eyebrows. Let me state this very clearly, said Hunter. My father was not financially involved in my business. 
not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in any of my investments at home or abroad, and certainly not as an artist, said Hunter Biden. Yep, Hunter's claim the president was not financially involved in his business schemes. In its most significant abortion case since overturning Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court will decide a challenge to federal regulations widening the availability of mefepristone, a common abortion pill. The court will hear arguments next year and expected to rule by the month of June. They will review the charge of obstruction of an official proceeding that's been brought against hundreds of people involved in the January 6th, 2021 riot, they call it, at the Capitol, as well as Donald Trump. Again, how many government officials were involved in that, pretending to be Trumpers? Well, that's another story. So let me ask you, are they coming after you? Do they have any reason to come after you? Who is they? The Federal Bureau of Investigation. There's an agent there named Kyle Serafin. Said he couldn't take it anymore. Worked for several years. And he lived through working at that once revered agency that now interfered with elections. Worked to jail everyday Americans, really, whom the Bureau surveyed, surveilled, and schemed to entrap for what were essentially thought crimes. Who would ever thunk it? He refused to comply with the Autocratic Executive Order 14043, mandating federal employees to take at least three shots of experimental COVID vaccines. Did you know that? But beyond that, the federal agency was severely violating everything he stood for as an American citizen, Air Force veteran, dad of four, realizing he was situated at the epicenter of a rapidly demonic program. This man blew the whistle. As expected, the FBI came after him. They retaliated. Seraphim said, I spent a year on an unpaid suspension because I refused to get the shot. Then I brought forward a number of whistleblower allegations that should have been protected, but ended up becoming very retaliatory toward me. And I was forced out of the FBI in April of 22 without pay for a full year. As has become increasingly apparent, the FBI. Remember the days of J. Edgar Hoover and, well, that's another story. The FBI actually engages in election interference leading up to the 2020 election as one example, he says, while reprioritizing an agenda outlawing political dissidents. And suddenly, FBI agents were being notified that individuals or groups who champion traditional Patriotic American values uh, somehow were domestic terrorists. They were threats to America. The FBI was investigating parents at a school board meeting underneath the counterterrorism guys, which I believe represents perjury by the attorney general, said this former FBI agent. The FBI was using what they call the domestic, get it now, domestic violent extremist symbols guide. There is such a thing? Yeah. Using the Betsy Ross flag, the Gadsden flag, and various other patriotic symbols as indicators of what they call the anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremists in America, and militia violent extremism. That was truly offensive to me as a veteran 
and as someone who's been around cops and vets my whole life, the thing, oh, it's rotten to the core. What? F-B-I. Question might be, how easy is it to get in trouble today with others? A woman whose only source of income was selling some items online discovered that the judge has ruled against her and she owes a quarter of a million dollars to country singer Luke Combs. Nicole Harness was selling homemade tumblers she put together and some t-shirts from her home in Penelopas Park, Florida. She sold 18 of these tumblers with the likeness of the singer. She made 380 bucks. The lawsuit was filed in an Illinois court against her and well, several other people for selling counterfeit merchandise. The lawsuit was already settled before she found out about it. She was ordered to pay a quarter of a million dollars. What's wrong with this picture? So you're willing to take a chance with your life, sir? An armed New Mexico homeowner. He warned an intruder banging on his door late at night that he'd shoot if the intruder entered. And when the intruder kicked the door open, guess what? He kept his promise. Police in Clovis, which is near to the West Texas border, said a Rosa Boulevard resident called 911 11 o'clock December the 4th, reporting someone trying to break into his home. While officers responding, the homeowner called 911 again, stating that the person had forced his way into the home, and the caller said he shot the intruder. He was taken to a hospital after being transferred to a medical facility in Lubbock. Clovis police detectives began investigating, learned the homeowner was awakened by the intruder banging on the door. He didn't recognize the individual, told him to get off the porch, don't come through the front door. The police had been called. This guy did it anyway. Got to be lacking a lot of gray matter there. I think I was watching one of the network programs last night, news program, and I wonder what my dad would think seeing these uh, girls holding hands and kissing and guys doing the same thing and advertisements, all kinds of drugs when you get into your sin that uh, it just is enough to turn your stomach, my friend. It is the new America. I'm going to marry him. Really? That's what he said. You know, Jesus makes it clear in Matthew 19 that there's only one kind of marriage. Don't get confused. Don't let the repetition get to you. One man, one woman, based on a creation account regarding Adam and Eve, of course, and there's no such thing as a gay marriage. Give me a break. Marriage is God's ordained institution. You got to note how the devil will take those beautiful things God has created, the doctrine of marriage with two people, male and female, and pervert it by using two, but destroying what marriage is all about. Gay marriage, gay marriage, mark it down, is an attack on the Holy Word of God. It's an attack on real marriage. It's an attack on the family. And just because those with a Christian worldview rightly judge gay marriage as a sin does not constitute hate. You're not hateful. You're biblical. Some claim, yeah, you're, you're hateful. It's a conflict of worldviews, right versus left, wrong versus right. Usually, I find the hatred in America directed toward conservatives, Christians. You get the idea.
So you're gonna retire. Well, maybe in February when I go here, I just won't come home. <laughs> Retirement's a time for new beginnings, isn't it? I don't think anybody should really retire. I mean, you can change jobs, but always be serving and working for God with a goal higher and higher every day. Anyway, you got a chance to explore some interests, pursue your patience. Where would I go? There you go. It's uh, Tampa, Florida, best place to retire in America. Where else? Maybe you're already living here. Lancaster, Pennsylvania, really? Amish country, USA? That's number two to Tampa. And then back down to Naples, Florida, number three. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Are you you like the Four Seasons? Then that's it. Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's number four. Denver, Colorado. Oh boy, looking for mountainous areas to spend your big years. Consider heading to Denver, they say. And then uh, where else do I want to go? Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, I think that uh, one of our buddies is down there. Mac Dominic. Hear him a lot on Southwest Radio Church. Yeah, he's from Charleston. And then number seven. We're just doing the top seven. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. you got to be kidding. If you're looking for a small-town friendliness paired with benefits of big city life, Pittsburgh is the place. I'm not sure how much I trust any of this now. Etsy. Some of you probably use them, either buying or selling. They laid off 11% of their staff yesterday, 225 employees, blaming a very challenging macro and competitive environment out there. A former Meta employee who led DEI programs pleaded guilty to stealing more than $4 million from that company. Tesla's facing another Nordic sympathy strike. The Swedish Transport Workers Union vowed to stop picking up Tesla's trash unless that company accepts an agreement with unionized employees. Now, the Library of Congress has added 25, count them, 25 annual films to its national film registry. This year's picks include Apollo 13 and the Christmas classic, Home Alone. So how much this year, how much money are you going to spend on Christmas gifts, <laughs> if any? <laughs> hey, it goes up every year. Average spending for each person this year, $1,000. Get out there, you cheapo. So you need some exercise. You should go jogging, but you don't want to. Here's my new T-shirt. Huh? I wanted to go jogging, but Proverbs 28.1 says, The wicked run when no one is chasing them. So that's that. <laughs> I think that'll work for you. Where's my Bible? Let's talk about the name of Jesus right after this break. You're listening to Hello World, and where would Hello World be without you? Off the air, mm -hmm. we couldn't continue. Several hours a day, putting together news, information, and comment, and sharing it on this Christian radio station. And because of you and your generosity helping us out, oh, it works Get in touch, Greg Patton Ministries. You can go to gregpatton.com. Some of you support us $10 a month, $25, $50 a month. We are extremely grateful for that, my friend. You never know. Someday you tune in and we're not here. 
Again, thank you for praying for us, telling others about the broadcast, your encouraging words. I mean, they are fantastic, and I get excited every time you get in touch. So continue to pray for Hello World, Greg Patton Ministries, and our church, The Cross, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And we'll be careful to thank you again in advance. Let me ask you, are you famous for what? Uh, Nobody knows your name? So how do you get famous? Who are the famous? If you made a list of 10, who would be on your list today? Just a handful of the 30 billion people that have ever been on the face of the earth since the beginning of time. And how does one get to the top? And who is at the top? I think there's someone very special at the top. An amazing person. When he spoke, he never spoke at one time to more than a few thousand people, but my goodness, in 36 months, a ministry that goes on today, books written, art, videos, all the things, all about Jesus Christ, whose birth we are celebrating this month, by the way. Have you ever accepted Jesus Christ as Savior? That's how we ended yesterday. I may say again, in his lifetime, his influence at that moment was very, very small. But if you take the recent edition of the Encyclopedia Britannica, open it up to Jesus, Google Jesus, you'll find more than 30,000 words on this one man, the Lord Jesus Christ. The great historian Kenneth Scott Lord Tay said, and I want you to listen to this quote, listen to it, Jesus has had more effect on the history of mankind than any other of its race who ever existed. Jesus. Want to hear it again? Jesus has had more effect on the history of mankind than any other of its race who ever existed. I want to say to every educator that might be listening, how can any child be educated who doesn't know about Jesus Christ, who has affected who has affected the human race like he has? Like it or not, friend, Jesus Christ is one man in 30 billion, and he is absolutely totally unique. You know, Adrian Rogers ministered in Tennessee for so many years, and at one time he shared about a bronze Bible in the lobby. The Bible is open there, and on that bronze Bible is written the tribute to Jesus by the former pastor of this church. One of our former pastors said, Rogers, Dr. Robert G. Lee. This is what he said about Jesus Christ. It's on the Bible. You ought to take your children out there. You ought to read it to them and talk to them about it. Here's what it says. Jesus Christ, Son of Man, without sin, Son of God, without power, literature's loftiest ideal, philosophy's highest personality, criticism's most supreme problem, theology's fundamental doctrine, Christianity's cardinal necessity, heaven's bread for earth's hunger, Heaven's water for earth's thirst, heaven's glory for earth's shame, heaven's grace for earth's guilt, heaven's hope for earth's despair, heaven's love for earth's hate, heaven's peace for earth's strife, heaven's forgiveness for earth's sins, heaven's life for earth's death. That's who Jesus is. Can I have your attention for just a minute here? To explain Jesus Christ today is impossible. To ignore him, however, is disastrous. And to reject him is the most fatal mistake you will ever make in your lifetime. 
I'm talking to you about Jesus Christ. And let me say on the other hand, to know him is to love him. To love him is to believe on him. And to believe on him is to be saved. And to be saved is to be radically and dramatically transformed from all this time and all eternity. You know, I really feel so inadequate talking on this radio show today because human speech is too limited to describe the Lord Jesus. The human mind is too finite to comprehend him. And the human heart is just too small to contain this one we call Jesus Christ. And in the scripture that we've read already, did that yesterday from Colossians 1, 15 through 21, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell, Colossians 1, 19. You know, that's a great verse. The word fullness, what does it mean? It means the sum total of all that is Jesus Christ. And the word dwell does not mean simply to abide, but it means to settle down permanently. All that is and all that will ever be is in that one wonderful name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that fantastic? So we're getting ready to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, Christmas. Let me give you a verse, Psalm 89, verse 27. It speaks of Solomon. And David says of Solomon, Also I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. Psalm 89, 27. Now Solomon was not David's firstborn son. David had many sons before he had Solomon. But what David is talking about here is he is one of the highest rank. And that's what God talks about. Jesus Christ outranks, outreaches, outloves all others that have ever been on the face of this earth. He has the name that's above every name. He is the firstborn. Let me ask you, do you know this Jesus when we celebrate his birth? Do you know him? Have you ever trusted Jesus Christ as Savior? Why not call upon him today? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You need to be saved today, my friend. Ask God to forgive you of your sin. Want to know more? Get in touch with me, frankpatton.com. Yeah. Or contact this local Christian radio station. Ask someone, how can I be saved? Oh, this will be the greatest day of your life if you get saved. I love it. And finally, I've been hanging around here a long time, not only on the radio, but at my church. And uh, there's a question that I get all the time. Pastor Patton, how long have you been at your church? Well, well we started this thing in uh, May of 1988. And I guess you could say that I have been at it ever since. Well, how do you stay there? How do the people tolerate you that long. That's a good one. Tolerate. You know, I found out that if you tuck one part of your pant leg into your socks, people expect a whole lot less of you. <laughs> That's my secret, and I'm sticking to it. Thanks, my friend, for listening to Hello World. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have you here each day at this time. Tell someone about it. Join me on Facebook, please. Have the Privilege of talking to the folks at Southwest yesterday, Matthew Hill, talking about how many inquiries, how many hits at the various sources they're advertising Invisible War on the Saints. Thousands and thousands. That's pretty exciting. And every day someone says, how can I get this book? Pretty simple. It's got its own website, InvisibleWarOnTheSaints.com. InvisibleWarOnTheSaints.com. Get your copy today. I need friends, as you can 
well here. I pray things are going well in your life. I talked to my wife yesterday. I said, you know what? We probably should put up the Christmas tree and maybe get some shopping done for these 800 million grandkids. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do this. The Lord knows. Trust him with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. <laughs> if I did that, I couldn't get out of bed in them. Oh, good grief. Forget it, Greg. That's the way it is, my friend. Had my save for another day. That's the way it is on uh, Thursday. Sure. December the 14th, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless. You have a great day.